Colin, his name is Stuart, and this is the Evil G Podcast, and damn, that was a hell of a weekend for wrestling. Another big one. Well, another huge moment, like the biggest moment in a long time. <laughs> Can you think of anything I'm that's surprised been... you have a voice box left. <laughs> I am actually shocked you still have a voice box after this weekend passed. Well, I did control myself. I have neighbors. It and it was, was three in the three morning. Three in the morning. So, <laughs> you know. It's like the, it's like the start of Megadeth. Wake up dead. <laughs> it's three in the morning. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, we will obviously get to that. Uh, if you obviously are a wrestling fan, you obviously know what we're going to discuss, but we're just going to talk about why that, that was a huge moment. But we have other things to do before we get there. So Colin, what do we, what do we got on the menu this week? Right, it's okay. Well, just straight in there. Um, it wasn't a lot of gaming stuff. There's nothing massive, but we got a couple of things here we can have a chat about. Um, so Pokemon had a thing. Or the, yeah, stuff for the Pokemon Go. Showed stuff. It was all sorts of Pokemon stuff. Uh, Pokemon right. Presents, where they announced a bunch of stuff. Ah. Bunch of free-to-play, like, some puzzle game that apparently exists, Pokemon Go, that uh, Pokemon Unite, which is like a, a MOBA. Um, right. They showed the rebacks of Diamond and Pearl, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, um, which I'm, I, people would be excited. That's out in uh, November 19th. Um, they're releasing a themed switch light for it um but then the 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 biggest thing um that they showed was look at uh, pokemon legends arceus which is that open world game they showed last Ooh. year this year i mean yeah the pokemon games are always kind of open world but this seems a lot more here's a big uh area and you're just freely going about the pokemon are all wandering around um and you're actually mm. throwing pokeballs at them uh yeah i saw some people giving off about ground textures right <laughs> because i uh, it's you know it's a switch game <laughs> the pokemon look good though um yeah who gives a fuck about the ground textures yeah. Obviously, somebody does. Jesus, I think some people may be a bit disappointed with the the way the game looks, but it it does to, to me it doesn't look that bad, and it's it's got it where it counts, and that's the the Pokemon themselves, and like I said, mm. they're they're running about in the world. Um, mm. Yeah, I saw someone comparing it to oh here's a here's a shot of Skyrim, which came out so many years ago, and then here's a shot of this is like yeah, but. Everything else in Skyrim looks like shit, so, you know, yeah. and, it, and it breaks all the time. <laughs> I... But I, like, kill your jets, people. Eh, it's not even out yet. Uh, yeah, it looks like a Switch game. <laughs> like, it's, it's, yeah. not, it's not setting the graphics world on fire, but you wouldn't expect it to. And then, no, sp- speaking of speaking of Skyrim... <laughs> It's not even funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, but it's getting... It is literally beyond a joke now. <laughs> I, 
I remember hearing, do you remember a while back I actually messaged Scott in our chat about this and I was also, you buy a PS5 for Skyrim. He's all, there's no way they're releasing it again. I was like, man, I've been hearing rumblings that it's going to get another re-release. Fucking hell, turned out to be true. Yep, here we are. (laughs) Ten years on from its original release. Skyrim Anniversary Edition. It's technically, it's it's not actually a new game. It's the 2016 version. Uh, and a bunch of uh, paid mods thrown in on top mm. of it, uh, and they're adding fishing to it because uh, that's what I want to do. Go fishing. Mm. Why do people put fishing in Canada? Right. Anyway, uh. um, and that's being released on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. I wonder will they put the the trigger feedback in it, or will they even bother? They'll just go nah. This seems minimal effort. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. It's like fire that in there. Like, put some mods in. And... I I know I'm very, very guilty of buying Resi 4 so many times. And I will be buying the new version coming out. But let's be honest, this new version coming out soon is a hell of a different thing compared to the original Resi 4. Like Yeah, well That's the, the VR you mean? Yeah, no. like, at least they sort of went, here, let's take this classic game and do something crazy with it. They've already done that with Skyrim. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> do you not know that? There's a, there's no, Skyrim, what? There's Skyrim VR. For fuck. <laughs> <laughs> if you've already got a VR version, why do you need to re-release the older version? Because new consoles need to buy it again, and again, and again. <laughs> Oh Christ! Fucking Skyrim! I. This is one of them games that will just come out every generation, and Resi Four will do it as well, I guess. <laughs> and Grand Theft Auto Five. And Grand Theft Auto Five. Although, uh, there was a PS4 Resi Four. There hasn't been a PS5 yet. And to be honest, there's no point. Like, if they'd done a PS5 version, I'd be like, right, no, that's just stupid. It's just, it, you can't make it look any better. It does. It can't run any smoother. Does that version have? Um, is it 4K? Is it capable of 4K? The PS4 version. Yeah, because I know like yes. certain you know PS Pro titles would have done 4K. Mm-hmm. It, it's upgraded to 4K, but I know. See, this is the thing I'm worried about. I, I know we're getting off subject here quickly, but see, for this VR version. They're mm. actually redoing a lot of textures because obviously you're going to be like right uh, up close to them. A lot closer to it. Oh. Uh. Yeah. I wonder they're going to go, I see all these new textures. Let's put them into the original game and re-release it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll buy it. <laughs> yep. yep. Fuck's uh, sake. Everyone. I, I will say this. Like, they keep releasing Resident Evil 4, but they have also given us a remake of 2, a remake of 3, mm-hmm. and 7 and 8 True. at the same time. Yeah, okay. Whereas Bethesda have... The, the, the Skyrim is the most recent um, Elder Scrolls game still. Mm-hmm. 10 years. So in the 10 years... Uh, true. Okay, that is a very fair point. At least Capcom are doing other Resident Evils. They also did five and six, but we'll say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just think of like five and six had to happen. Yes, they did. You had to break it down before building it up again. 
And that's that's exactly yeah. what happened with the Resident Evil. And it'll, <laughs> it'll go through that cycle again. Yeah, I reckon I, we'll, I, I could say, well, like Resident Evil 9 is going to be a shit show. And they go, oh, we mm. better do something new now. Mm. Uh, Splitgate. Ah, yeah. Split, not, not, aye. So we've been playing that, um, mm-hmm. which has sort of come out of nowhere mm. to be and insanely popular and it is now it, it was a beta it was running it's gonna just stay in beta um the developer has said it's like no point in taking it down <laughs> too many people playing Hi. it um 10 million downloads um uh, in a month and uh, it's a really solid game it is so the best way i can describe it is it kind of plays like a halo and a portal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mixed together so it's a 4v4 best description team based shooter um and you can use it it has the portal mechanic from the portal games um and it, yeah it, it a lot of it feels like old school halo to me mm-hmm. um it's been it's a very long, classic arena yeah yeah small maps it uh, like it's only eight players um and it's, it's just real solid fun um, the matches and there's are no ADS or anything. No, there there's no ADS. You can use scopes on certain guns, but it goes like right into mm. the scope. It's not like an aim down downside type of thing. It's mm. you know you you don't have an animation of the gun coming up to your yeah to the screen. It's very old school sort of scoping. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Brilliant it's, game, it's mad. Uh, th- they went from 400 concurrent players to 75,000. Jesus. <laughs> what streamer did this? <laughs> uh, that's what I want to know. Is that usually the way that these things work? Um, well, I know it was on PC for a while beforehand, and then I'm not trying to be funny, but I think at this sort, especially with the PlayStation 5 owners and the Xbox Series X and S, we're not getting a huge selection of games at the moment, right? Mm. So when something new does come out, free or not, we're going, oh, I'll get a look at this. And uh, then I think it's a mad word of mouth thing as well. People are like, hey, because let's be honest, that was obviously Fat Cat told us because Daryl had played it. And, you know, we were like, oh, we'll give it a go because it's free. And now we're like, this game's fucking delightful. And it's like, I think, it, I don't know if it was your streamer or just word of mouth. And it speaks for itself because it's so solid and so good. It is. Uh, no, I think you, you nailed that. This is the sort of thing that might get lost in Steam, but yeah, um, a free game coming out on a new generation of consoles where yeah, there's not a ton of games coming out. There are probably a lot more people willing to try it. Um, mm. Yeah, it's it, it's it's just really cool. You just get, you know, you party up, you get in there, you'll play a game, and all the games are like five minutes long. Or whoever gets to the target number of kills, and mm. then it'll just rotate through game modes as long as you want. And hi, mm. missed that sort I of simplicity it's, it's, <laughs> almost. Aye, it's just let's let's just play and then not have to worry about you know every fucking or there's nothing worse than a game just maybe dragging out too long as well. We go fucking hell. I just wish one side would win here. Like you say, you've got maybe five minute matches. 
and you're always in the action as well. It's not like you know you're spawning and you're running around for five minutes trying to find someone. You're spawning and there's gunfire immediately. It's just a pr- it just feels proper old school arena, and I'm really enjoying it. Plus, one of my favorite things to do, which I just discovered is a very clever thing, is putting a, a, a portal up one side where you spawn, and then a portal near where all the action is, and so you safely shoot through the portal and try <laughs> and get kills without even being near anybody. Yeah, you can be a sneaky wee fucker, like. So it's, it's good. It takes a bit of getting used to that, that portal stuff because the uh, like first couple of games you just weren't even using it at all and then you start start doing a few no. things and figuring things out. And like I see... In, it's also... Oh, go ahead, sir. No, I was just going to say seeing a fight in the distance and then firing a portal over there and then one next to you and then just shooting into it and <laughs> no one's none the wiser. it's also very self-aware and not afraid to take the piss out of itself a bit uh you know you've got the the ultimate melee weapon is a big baseball bat called the bfb um (laughs) and then some of the game modes they must be in like a rotation or something because i was saying to yourself me cat and uh daryl played that teabag confirmed fuck we were just howling we laughed her you know because we were like getting killed and we're like oh teabag me hurry up teabag me (laughs) yes of course you know every time you you killed someone you had to teabag them to confirm the point or if you teabagged your own teammate when they died you denied the enemy the point so i've never hammered a crouch button so much in all my life eh? <laughs> it's really good game mode though because when you die there's like a wee teabag an actual teabag appears above your body <laughs> so it's it's like an actual teabag so you're just confirming the teabag <laughs> but very, very good. Unique game modes. Some of them are very good. Like that rounds one we were playing the other day with the, the oh, yeah. timer on the respawn. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's good. It, is it the one that's almost like a... Like a... Arenas? Aye. Arenas and Apex are like... like mm. Yeah, you got one life and then last man standing wins. Um, ah, it's all the game. I'm going to see where it goes from here. Um, another multiplayer game that is getting some new stuff is Dead by Daylight. Um, teasing their newest killer, uh, being and losing some stuff. Hellraiser, and yeah, one of the bigger news is getting Stranger Things the fuck out of there because oh, thank. Shouldn't fuck have been that there. Map, shouldn't have fucking been there in the first place. Fuck Stranger Things in general. Shite. It's fucking shite. I found out what happened because obviously I didn't know that Stranger Things was getting a fourth season, right? So because uh, it needs that. I, I've, I've never watched it, like, but uh, it's getting a fourth season. So the guys went to, obviously Netflix went to uh, Behaviour Studios and they were like, uh, if you want to keep our license, we now want this amount of money. And Behaviour looked at them and went, no, we're not paying that. We'll remove your content just... Oh, here, let me just look up how many people play as the Demogorgon. Oh, right, no. <laughs> Get the fuck out. No. Uh, I think I've, I, my entire time playing that game, I think I've came across the Demogorgon, what, I'd say half dozen times, t- ten maybe. Mm. He's not a popular killer. And I wouldn't say the survivors yeah. are that popular, and the map is shit. There's a, there's a lot of people play the, the meal guy i don't see much of the girl being played but um if you own the characters you can still play as them obviously but they will be taken yeah. off the store yeah. around november time but the map will be taken completely out of rotation as well Good. and all i can say is thank fuck because i would rather have 
Pinhead than anything to do with Stranger Things. I see people complaining about getting lost in the Resident Evil map. <clears throat> but uh, like I would say that the Resident Evil map is just the police station. Yeah. The different parts of the police station are like very distinct. You you're gonna mm-hmm. learn that. The the um the Stranger Things map is just nondescript grey corridors and that's all it is. Because it's the it stupid all facility looks the fucking thing. and it looks all the same and you never learn it in a million years. It's just pish. Also, maybe if you played Resident Evil 2, you would know where the fuck you're going and it's your fault for not playing Resident Evil yeah. 2. <laughs> Why are you not playing that masterpiece? Like, I mean, even if you've played the original Resident Evil 2, you could work your way around that map. Because mm. they're, they're so similar. Uh, they're, they're almost exactly the same. There's, there's a few wee differences, but yeah, the... the Floor plan is, and they're like, sure they they use the exact same floor plan. Yep, I know they give it an extra floor, but the first two floors are very very the same. But he, yeah, I'm so glad that's being taken out, and uh, they're bringing in uh, Pinhead. He he doesn't look like he, I don't think he's getting a survivor. I think it's just Pinhead himself. I could looks, you name? Could you name one? Exactly. Only because I watched it last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I could name you someone, but because I watched the last night, I. But beforehand, no. I guess he's going to be firing chains and hooks everywhere. Oh, I've been seeing some uh, test play footage of him in the um, the public test uh, servers, and the box is in the map. And every so often, you have like a chain meter that goes around you, and if you don't solve the box, you will randomly get hit. Nice. You'll just take a hit because you didn't solve the box. But when you solve the box, Pinhead gives the opportunity to teleport right beside you as well. So <laughs> someone has to someone has to go right. One of us has to solve this box and we're all getting hit. No one's going so, yeah. to do that. <laughs> I fucking Pinhead just appeared right beside you. Hello. But uh, it, it looks the business. I don't know if he's getting a map or anything, but, uh, but again, I, I don't think Hellraiser was famous for any real maps. Or anything, just no, just him. Oh, and then another multiplayer game. Jesus. Um, mm. So you're familiar with Among Us, obviously. Mm. You, oh, oh, this story. Oh, this story. Actually, this is the thing that's ragged me more than anything this week. Among Us has played a lot in your house. Um, it is, and. So Fortnite have introduced a new imposter mode, uh, which is pretty like, much like, just Among Us. They couldn't even think of a better name for it. Like, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like these, the name, these, the colors of the avatars. They they've used the map layouts. Uh, they le- I can't believe they actually took the map. That's what ragged me more than anything. The lazy fuckers went, hi, this Among Us game's popular. Right, we'll, we'll do that. And instead of coming up with an idea, or maybe, you know, you know, because obviously uh, if an idea is popular, other people will have a go at it, right? That That mm-hmm. is just true and true. But there's nothing worse than when someone just goes, this idea is popular, let's literally copy it. Will we do anything new to it? No. Uh, even the map, we'll just literally rip off the map and everything, and then we'll claim we're really clever and came up with this idea. Uh, yeah, you don't want to be, um, you know, you know, like trademarking, like, tra- trademarking, 
Who the fuck's that? Trademarking <laughs> a uh, like game mechanic because that leads you down a real shitty road, and we wouldn't have mm. half the games we have now if that was the way of things. But Jesus mm. Christ, if you're going to be inspired by a popular game, I at least fucking do something, do something different to change it somehow. Don't lift and shift. And I think it's a, it's especially bad because uh, among us is this wee small developer. Um, Aye, there's like 11 people in their team. Aye, and they just hit this straight, like this big thing. They like cancelled their sequel to support this because it got popular. And then in come Aye. big fucking epic and just going, all right, we'll take that and put it in our game. It's like, are you trying to take players away from Among Us? Or like, what is it that you're doing here? It's right. just pure uh, greed. As you said earlier uh among us has played quite a bit in my house but not actually by me uh by my missus she absolutely loves that wiki i do play it now and then but she's actually really fucking good at it i mean some people are like, how can you be good at among us no trust me she, she has mastered stealth kills and everything but the only thing i could think of that would actually be good for this is obviously fortnite is popular with kids and so is among us because it's free on your mobile phone right hmm the only good thing this might do is get all the annoying wee bastards off Among Us. <laughs> and of actual Among Us people who enjoy playing the game might hang around. It does mean their player base might take a hit. But if you're getting rid of the annoying people who just... I don't know if you've ever seen this, where people will start a game and just go, ah, oh, and they'll call a meeting and go, oh, I'm the imposter. Yeah, like, why are you doing this? Why, you, why are you playing this fucking game then? It's like, I, what's... The... <laughs> Like, you just ended the game, why would you do that? Hmm. Um, or you'll get a bunch of people who join a game together and just will not do tasks because they think this is hilarious. So, you know, the obviously the survivors can't win because there's people who will not do their tasks. Jesus, find something else to do. Um, well, hopefully they'll piss off the already Fortnite now. So, the the developer, what do you even call the developer? Uh, Inner Sloth? Um, you talking about Among Us? Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's en- Inner Sloth, yeah. I um, see it pop up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so their community director said um, it would have been really, really cool to collab. <laughs> ah. um, yeah, it probably would have been. Um and, and I heard people that would love that shit. Are we among us, man, running around fucking Fortnite? Is it like game mechanics? Fine, they, those shouldn't be get, uh, gate kept. But at the very least, even different themes or terminology makes things more interesting. Yeah, because the fact that they haven't changed nothing. Mm. Um. Yeah, no, it's it's like it, uh, they, like these guys are are feeling like pretty like what can you do about it? It's fucking epic. Mm. you know <clears throat> and you can look back and say well how did they get to where they are now uh, took that <clears throat> you know they made a pretty shitty fucking tower defense game and then pivot uh, based on someone else's but not that PUBG was the first but like a, a popular uh. mechanic they just plopped in their game and, and somehow that took but I think, obviously, again, going back to uh, the whole thing about the console, though, because PUBG at this stage was not on consoles when Fortnite did this. So everyone who was on console was like, oh, class, we have a Battle Royale game, we can play now. So that's obviously where Fortnite took off. 
yeah. was because there was literally no PUBG at this stage. Uh, um, I it's it's kind of shitty. Um, but yeah, I think if you're listening to this, fuck you. No need for it. You're making enough money no already. You greedy shits. Uh-huh. Um, a couple of quick things here. Uh, you remember John Romero made that wad for Doom Sigil? Oh, yeah. He's doing another one for Doom 2, and then he's probably going to do a quick one after that. And hopefully that gets added into the new version of Quake. That's right. <laughs> uh, also, there's a there's a remastered version of Quake just came out all stealthy. Um, and then speaking of remasters, just the, 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 I, you mentioned this to me, so that's why I put it in here. I've never played this. Uh, Blood Rain Betrayal? Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of this on the 360. It was around the end of the life of the 360 PS3. Because the Blood Rain games, let's be honest, were kind of push. Yep. And then they were very, very push. And then they they done this metroidvania version all hand drawn and it was fucking amazing and then they they never did anything else after that i was a wee bit sort of oh well but that was fun and now they're they're remastered <clears throat> i don't know how it's going to look any better but um i did i did read on the thing they're going to be they're going to have an easier difficulty version because uh a lot of people in the reviews at the time were like oh this game's too hard and i was like ah fuck you this is class <laughs> It was, it was a brutal, you had like three hits and you were dead. I might, and some uh, of the fucking boss fights were brilliant. I might give it a try. I, I like a good I would recommend game. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly in games, uh, Halo Infinite is not going to have uh, co-op or forge mode when it releases. Because... But it will at some point down the line. <laughs> Yeah, they they will release them uh, as part of their one of their mm. season passes. Um, I get where they're going. Yeah, let's the people have been waiting a long time and they had to delay a year. We probably shouldn't delay anymore. But people are still complaining mm. about it. It's like, oh, this doesn't include this. It's like it's coming. Either it's you can have it this like this. You can have the campaign and multiplayer now and get these later, or just no game now and. Aye. Fuck knows when it actually Aye, comes if they, out. If they had a came out and says, oh, we have to delay the game because Forge and co-op isn't ready, people would be all, oh, just release it now, sure, no, you can add them later on. So people would literally have just told them to do what they're doing anyway. But then <clears> because they're doing it, people are all, oh, no, why are we get that? You, you know yourself, man. You just can't make people happy. You'll never win. Yeah. I have a couple of anime things again uh, this week. Ooh. So first being Studio Trigger just turned 10. That's Jesus. Good. Um, yeah, it's it's mad to think. Uh, they've done things like uh, one of my favorites, Kill the Kill, uh, Little Witch Academia, uh, Promare. Um, probably my favorite animation studio, and they're doing two episodes of that Star Wars Visions anthology, and they're also doing that cyberpunk um, uh, anime that's that's coming to Netflix. Um, so yeah, they they put a wee statement out to their fans, and then just at the end of it, like, with your ongoing support, Trigger will continue to fire bullets of animation for the foreseeable future. It's like <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Um, 
Also, we've got an actual release date for the actual final season of Attack on Titan, not the fake final season that we had, which was only half of it. So now the fake final season um, is coming out in the winter winter 2022, which does not mean December. That will be January because that's how the anime seasons work. Winter is the start of the year. Um, so, yeah. Oh, it was about taking it back. I started watching this and then it got to the end. It's like, hello, that's not funny. That's not a final season. <laughs> Where's the rest of this? And now I know. <laughs> um, and probably the, the the biggest thing... Oh, this could go either way, hey? Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I've heard this. Netflix live the, action. <laughs> yeah, it's out on the 19th of November. Oh shit! So this that's year, good. yeah. And there's a picture up there, and the picture looks good. That's some good cosplay. Who's, who's doing what? Or do you know any of the actors? Or? So John Cho is playing Spike. John Cho. Are you looking that up? Uh, I will actually. Or are you I'm just trying sure. to remember? I, I'll look it up. Let's see his IMDb. Oh, it's it's Harold from Harold and Kumar. All oh, right, <laughs> I thought I knew the name. God, he's really old. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Daniela Pineda. That's. <laughs> I don't know. I'm terrible with actors. Mostly because I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll, true. like I won't watch a thing for actors. Like it's um she's been in Jurassic World, Fallen Fallen Kingdom, which I never saw. She's in the Vampire Diaries. Um What else? Nothing else sticking out to me. The, the originals? Uh, I don't know. Um, she's playing Faye. Um, and then we've got Mustafa Shakir as Jet. Oh, I know. That's... Ah. Uh... Oh. Is that... <laughs> Bushmaster. Bushmaster from, from Luke, Luke Cage. Cage, yes. It uh, is him, isn't it? It is, I. I. He's a um, fucking amazing he was, actor. He was very good in that. Um, I'm sure he could do a good jet. Um, Alex Hassel is, is vicious. Um, Elena Satine is Julia. You're not going to mean that very much. Um, it doesn't say who's who's playing Ed. Even I was going to say. even got Ayn here, but no Ed. Oh, controversy. I assume, well, I assume she's in it. She has to be. She's part of the crew, like. Let me just take a look here. Cowboy Bebop. It's, it's gonna, it's, I mean, Cowboy Bebop's one of them legendary animes, like, and the thing I always enjoyed about it was it didn't have that normal anime look. It looked. It had a very distinctive look to it. It does, I. But that's a. That's got a very nineties look to it. Mm. Yeah, because it came out in the nineties. It's gonna have to be 
I don't know. Are you going to be able to capture that coolness that Cowboy Bebop had? It's going to be tough. Yeah. And you're not off to a great start not having Ed on it. It's just, <laughs> just not there? No. Hmm. Okay. And there's someone called Kimmy Black. There's a kid there called Kimmy Black. Who I'm going to assume is going to be Jet Black's daughter. Hmm. But yeah, it doesn't seem to be an ad in there. Eh. Well, we'll see. I yeah, I have no, we'll I, out, I, guess. I have no expectations. But I'm not going to get all <laughs> oh, you did should like Cowboy Bebop's still there. <laughs> what I will say is like, don't watch this and have that be your only Cowboy Bebop experience. Go watch yeah, Cowboy Bebop. Watch the yeah, I even watch that original animated film after you've watched the series as well. Yeah, it's all right. It's not amazing, yeah. like, but. It's just like a big long episode. I enjoyed it. Mm. Right, on to the wrestling then. Um, <laughs> so we will take on Dynamite first before we get into the other stuff. Um, yeah, so they were in Houston um, before the show. Um, Sammy Guevara. Uh, proposed to his fiance in the ring. Luckily, she said cool. yes, or that would have been a disaster. Um, <laughs> but yeah, right off the bat, we're we're, we're starting out with uh, John Moxie and, and Eddie just uh, coming out in their usual way. Eddie just uh, <laughs> they just look so fucking cool. Eddie just chilling out there in the the wee corridor on the steps. And Moxie comes uh. storming past, and he gets up and falls him out. And then they get attacked by two point the new guys and Daniel Garcia. Um, These guys have hit the ground running. Oh, like. fuck, have they not? Too? Um, I think they're all so well, 2.0 signed officially now. Um, Daniel Garcia won't be too far behind them. Um, they get in the ring and say they, they want Sting and Darby for their Texas Tornado tag match. Now they're not waiting anymore. And we get that match. Um, and it was a pretty good match, and Sting did quite a lot of stuff. He did, I, I will give... You know, he's looking in better shape now than he did at the end of his TNA days. He was very telling as he came out without a t-shirt on. Aye, that he shows, came out in the old fucking... Like there's, he's getting some confidence there in, in how he looks in that, because you know guys always wrestle in t-shirts, it's usually because... You know, they don't feel great about their mm. physique and that, but I came out in a full wrestling gear with without the t-shirt this time. Um, and with, uh, we had some crazy, like, it's a Darby Allen match, so of course we had some crazy spots. Mm. They did the thing where they, they threw him up into the, like, you know, they were, they were up in the like, oh, yeah. concession yeah. stand part, and there was, like, mm. a, a, the ceiling's higher in one part and lower in the other part, so they fling him up and he hits the wall that was pretty gnarly he got suplexed his head on. his hands star sorry didn't get up either <laughs> he did not get his <laughs> head, hands up for that first into it. um he got suplexed onto an upside down skateboard which could not have been mm. fun um nope he did the whole part where he came running down the big concrete wall um <laughs> that was the, fucking the cool the, the, the seats there's a couple of people there and almost got fucking trampled by him so get out of the way, Darby coming through. Um, 
Right, probably the biggest part of this match is um, Sting getting hit with a double power yeah. bomb through a table, getting right back up and delivering, <laughs> delivering two Scorpion death drops, and then putting the, the 2.0 guys into a double Scorpion death lock, which has never ever been done before. We promise. No, that uh, that uh, uh, that other one was a sharpshooter. That's completely different. Yep. Uh, um, <laughs> see the whole thing about the power bomb though just very quickly going back to it i don't i'm probably half sting's age and i don't think i could take a power bomb through a table and stand up immediately <laughs> uh i'd be like i'd be like this a wee second here boys uh <laughs> fucking you hell. probably wouldn't know what to do and you'd be left winded <laughs> fuck <laughs> can he fucking breathe so that was that was a very cool moment after i was very, very cool. That's what I yeah. thought about the match is over. The double powerbomb and Sting. And he just stands up and goes, I fuckies, I'm Sting. I and didn't like, I, I, I didn't mind it. And um, like I, I think I, you're I, doing the right thing with Sting, I, though. I always said that, you know, like, you know, you having the older guys doing stuff, I guess. But the fact that it's Sting he's got, he's, he's always has had and has that mystique about him. He's... It's unlike mm. you don't question him doing stuff this like this in the same way you don't question the Undertaker doing stuff like this. Um, mm. so so it was fine. Um, yeah, these guys going out like attacking Moxing Kingston. Kingston did we uh, come, about the very. Fu- uh, I was just about to say it. Uh, <laughs> that he, was hilarious. He came and got Daniel Garcia, took him away. <laughs> he sort of just. Grabbed him like he was kidnapping him. <laughs> so that's enough out of you. <laughs> Jim Ross is a real weird fucking call at the end of this match. But Sting. His heart brought him back to the fight and his soul created a double scorpion deathlock. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, uh, JR. It, it's JR. It doesn't need to mean anything. <laughs> Good match, so very good match. It was I. Sting's first match in twenty years on TV. Aye, or on well, on TNT. TNT, sorry. I think he did a match on Raw. Did he? Is that the one where he got hurt? I think so. Fuck you, Seth Rollins. <laughs> Anyways, jobber. So we we saw the clip of uh, Sammy Guevara proposing, um, mm. and then we got. Sean Spears got in a promo. So it must be Slim Pickens in Houston. I don't know who he's referring to. He did not elaborate. Um, Very cleverly done. But he did say to to his fiancée, Pam, that that she can be an honorary member of uh, Pinnacle. Not sure what he's getting at there either. But anyway. Well, he says, because on the Pinnacle, you're always on top. But for one night only, Pam, I'll let you be on top. (laughs) <laughs> that's what he got it's like oh Ad, you're still gonna die so th- this was a this might be these guys best match they've had up until ah, now and, that, uh, and that's not taken away from other matches this was just that good mm. it was really really was good unbelievable um they got the jump on on Sammy at the start and did the, the double pile driver before the bell rang and all um so Sammy at mm. a disadvantage straight away um, and then they they go to do it again afterwards. Aubrey Edwards throws out Tolly. We got an Aubrey chant, which is pretty cool. 
Um, yeah, so just really hard hitting, high flying, fast paced matches was. Um, they do a really amazing false finishes at the end as well. Yeah, like they do the like the really cool. Uh, or he did the what do you call it? The five six thirty. And he, and, and he the uh, Spears was able to kick out of that. They had the really cool point when they both went for the springboard on the ropes at the corner and sort of faced each other. Oh, yeah. Spears gave him the finger, and then Sammy did a cutter from up there. But that was some cutter. Huh? See the way, like if you're facing the person, you would more like it would actually feel more natural where he was standing to do it with his left arm. But instead, he did a full 360 mm. spin and did it with his right arm, which is really cool. Um, just just gave it that wee bit of extra flair. Um, he, Sammy pulls down the the knee pad and goes to town on uh, on Spears' skull. Um, then there's fucking blood everywhere. <laughs> Don't know what happened there. Who, I, I'm who pretty, was bleeding? I'm pretty sure it was Spears. I'm pretty sure it was Spears, but um, I think someone else said the, it was Sammy. The I think see, I think it was the knees. He must have caught him. Mm. Um, and then you never, you never really get a good look at Spears' face after that point. No. Uh, but Sammy gets him up for the GTH on his shoulders, and then I think that's where the blood just dripped all over him. Um, mm. I, Sammy's always fucking bust the place open. <laughs> when he did Matt Hardy, oof, with a chair, it was a pretty Aye. bad one. That was um, a, that was a bad accident. But uh, it was, a, it was a really good match, though. Um, ah, unbelievable. Good shit. Uh, so next up, we have Tony Schiavone backstage with Christian Cage, and is, he is the, the new Impact World Champion. Um, and then Christian Cage calls Don Callis a carny piece of shit again, pretty much. <laughs> Don Callis is doing well with this this Christian Cage stuff. They sort of, oh, he's brilliant. You know, you know build it up. Um mm. We get some replays of Dante Martin being fucking amazing again. But then we, we, we've got Dan Lambert. He was supposed to be there last week. It didn't didn't work out, so he's here this week. Um, <clears throat> he's talking more shit about people. Um, talk shit about Lance Archer. Out he comes. Uh, <laughs> and then Ethan Page, the Scorpio Sky, ambush him. Um... Are they with Dan Lambert now? Because that wasn't exactly clear. I don't know. I think them boys just like picking on people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're in picking on Lance Archer. Ah, it doesn't seem like the, uh, the the smartest person to <laughs> attack no. from mine. But there's some people reckon this could be leading up to a tag team. You see, and uh, Lance Archer, uh, Tony Khan may have. Made a phone call to an old friend of Lance Archer's and may reform an old tag team for a special match. Maybe it all out. Is this some impact or old TNA thing? No, 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 no. This is an uh, indie thing. Have you ever heard of Danhausen? Oh fuck, Danhausen! Serious? Their 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 tag team was called the Murderbirds. See, I, I was thinking like it's only a matter of time before Danhausen shows up on AEW. Mm. He's too. He's too good he's at really the he, he, like he does the vlog and stuff and all, and it's mm. he, he would fit too well there, and he's fucking. His wee character's amazing. Uh, 
<laughs> the way he talks is fucking excellent. Oh, he calls me. He calls CM Punk Pepsi Man. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, him and uh, Lance Archer used to be a tag team called the Murder Birds. So everyone reckons this what this could be leading to. That would be pretty cool. I, I would, I would enjoy seeing that. Yeah. Um, yep. Next up, we got our tag team match for uh, a world. <laughs> Tag Team Championship match, Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Um, I think this was the match of the night for me. It was very, very good. Uh, and it it's was the one box of, again. It, it, but also, like, don't sell Jungle Boy and Alicia. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, but yeah, oh, the, it is. No, no, I mean, I love those guys. I love those guys. But I just think this, the box just, I don't know if they know how to have a bad match anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're great, and and this is one of those matches where you're like, I'm pretty sure the Bucks are winning this, but then it, you're in the match and it's like, oh, yep. there's so many close <laughs> moments. Um, but uh, like the the part where uh, like eventually Kenny Omega ends up coming down the ring and uh, bringing in a chair, and it's very very like his match against Christian. Mm. But it backfires again, like Christian. Um, John mm. Boy gets the, the suplex on the chair to, um, or Brain Buster on the chair, but to, to Matt Jackson and the, like, I thought, oh fuck, it's happened again. Nick Jackson gets a save at the very last minute. Doesn't kick out. He gets gets saved. Um, mm. But then. Jungle Boy gets BT triggered shortly after that, and and they get the the three. Um, hey, there there's lots of shenanigans in, in in their matches, but it's like it's around the outside and doesn't really interfere with the matches. The the one part mm. being bringing the chair in when they try to cheat, it's it's backfiring. One thing again, mm. what's our fucking referee doing? I. He's standing there in the corner with Don Cal's for like an hour. What, what are you? What are it's Knox. Or no. I, that, that's the one thing. It's Knox. He's supposed yeah. to. But they, they need to do more to like, you know, actually make that official canon and say, I, Knox is a bell end. <laughs> like, he's, on, he's on the payroll. I'm telling you. But tell everyone that. <laughs> so they know. Oh, I uh, well, JR sort of, he's pointed it out a few times and uh, whenever Callus is on commentary, he just sort of keeps ignoring the question and you're like, All right, right, they're, they're sort of hitting at it here, but they're, they're going to maybe reveal it. I Maybe when they lose or something, that's when it will come out that Knox is always on the payroll or yeah, or maybe for their, ma- their cage match, they'll not only be in a cage, but uh, it'll be a different ref. And if they go mad because it's a different ref, then... That could bring it up. I don't know, but uh, whatever way they go with I definitely reckon they will do the whole, yeah, Knox was in on it the whole time. It would be a, a good story where the, wherever they finally, you know, whoever's taking the title off them goes, look, not Rick Knox. Mm. I, want, I want Aubrey as, as, as the referee for this match because you always get up to shit with Rick Knox. <laughs> um, so after the match, they, they beat down Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt and uh, Luchasaurus. Uh, Christian comes out to try and save them. That doesn't go too well because there's a white paddle in there. Um, He gets (laughs) a a one-winged angel for for his troubles and 
Don Carlos counts a three. <laughs> I love Kenny's overreactions when he's doing things like this. <laughs> like, <so> when <laughs> oh, Kenny Jesus. pins, or when, sorry, when Kenny quote unquote pins him, he's like getting up, going, "I'm a champion! I'm a champion!" <laughs> you're like, "Well, yes, you are. You're the champ." What, what do you What do you watch BTE this this week? Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking Kenny's on fire, right? Um, <laughs> all right, so we got a interview backstage with Britt Baker, Tony Schiavone, um, and we get we get to see Jamie Hader in all of her fucking glory. Mm. Dear Jesus, the arms on that woman. Mm-hmm. She did not look like she did yep. not look anything like that last time she was here. Nope. <laughs> I would have remembered no that. Fucking way. You had to remember that. I. Yeah, so she sets up. Cargill a run for her money. Aye. Um, So she sets up a match uh, against Red Velvet. I think Red Velvet's going to die. She'll wish she'd stayed enhancement talent. (laughs) So next we have Tony Schiavone teleporting to the ring uh, to introduce (laughs) Paul. He gets around. Jesus. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, this is basically setting up the the Paul White QT Marshall match. Oh no, at all out. It's happening yeah. at all out. It's on pay per view. Fuck's sake. Pre-show, pre-show. <clears throat> F-O, I t- yeah, and keep it short. Less mm-hmm. is more, boys. Less is more. Yeah, especially I'm not trying to be funny when it comes to show is. You can see yourself. He's not moving around the quickest. So, unless no. unless this is the match you have where Camarado just interferes and just eats Big Show, maybe I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't want to see. I think that's what this is for. I, I didn't want to see a, a Big Show match when he was, you know, in his prime. Like it's not that I don't like Big Show. He's ent- he can be entertaining though, but as like a, as a wrestle match, not really. No. Um. Mm. But yeah, he'll get the he'll get a moment. I can't see this being his last match either. If if like he wants one more match to go out on his own terms, I can't like who wants. No offense to QT Marshall, but that's uh, not who you want your last match to be. Mm. But anyway, um, and now we've got Tony Schiavone has teleported backstage again. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, and he's with the. The elite, and he tells them all where they're having a tag team eliminator tournament. And Tony Khan has has made this rule: Private Party versus Blondes, Lucha Brothers, Jurassic Express. The winner gets um, a shot at them in a cage at all. Out. Um, and keep in mind that uh, AEW's cages have no no escape when like you it's mm. it's pinner submission. The cage is there to keep you in and others out. Which is perfect for mm. going up against the young bucks, <laughs> but shit will still happen. Um, yep. And we have Taz in the ring with Hook. Um, he's just there, and he he introduces Ricky Starks. Uh, Ricky come comes out, um, and says, "Bring me out, Brian Cage. I want to speak to him man to man." Sort of thing. We cut backstage. Powerhouse Hobbs has got Brian Cage laid out. But then Brian Cage gets up and starts beating the shit out of Hobbs. And Starks goes, fucking, whoa, Jesus. This is not going as planned. And goes running backstage. 
I laughed far too much at that. I actually had to pause it. Starks' reaction, I love, just again, very much like Kenny, the overreaction shit he does. Like, the moment Casey stands up and starts battering Hobbs, he's like, no, this is going to play. We can't get out of here. And even Taz, like, sort of does his wee panic and runs as well. So fucking Brian Cage is going to kill all of us. <laughs> it's, it was like, a, like <clears throat> you know, normally it was way Brian Cage to get you know, beat up and and then them all to laugh because we're the he's. But it, it was like a good like it was a bit different having them just get up and like hey, enough of that. And then them both start <laughs> fucking shitting themselves. Um, <clears throat> next one we got is Penelope Thor, Penelope Ford, in her street gear. Her bag mm. got lost. That's that's what happened there. Versus Thunder Rosa. That's what happened? Yeah, she had no gear. So she wrestled in her right. in her street clothes. Um, For Foster, yeah, this was a grand match. Maybe maybe Penelope Ford's just not ready for a Thunder Rosa match. Um, but or you, being in her street gear, maybe <coughs> being a bit off putting no, as well. Yeah, really true. That was... there, there's that as that as well. Um, yeah, Thunder Rosa gets a submission here. Um, She's got to be next contender. Uh, I want her to take it off, Britt, though, and it's too too early Ooh. for that. Um, ah, okay. Back to Tony Schiavone again. Uh, he's backstage with Arn and Brock Anderson. Oh, uh, Brock Jesus. Anderson signs his own death warrant by saying he's going to have a match with Malachi Black. Bye, Brock. I love the fact that not only Tony, but even his own dazzle. Don't do this. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't. And then it cuts back to JR, and even he's all, hey, this kid's going to get hurt. What's he doing? <laughs> Nobody has any faith in Brock Anderson. And I think they're right, because they're not going to pull the out. <laughs> oh, and he did it. I think he's going to come out and just get his head kicked off. I, I think Malachi Black's going to absolutely disembowel Brock Anderson. <laughs> Which makes me think, if, like I say, that, that amazing comment, if Brock Anderson dies in this day and age, does Arn Anderson die in the past? Because we all know Brock Anderson is just Arn Anderson from the past who teleported in the RTA and age. And then we yeah, have our... We're, we're going to witness a live murder. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so on our main event, we have MJF versus Chris Jericho. Um, Jericho's not allowed to use the, the Judas entrance. And he's not allowed to use uh, the Judas effect as finisher. Um, on the entrance, what did you think? They took a while to get started, but when they got they started, did. it was actually grand. They kind of got there. and the, Yeah, there was people yeah. reading lyrics off their phone. So what? All right. Like, like, and I think AEW tweeted out yeah, the lyrics as well. It's like, so who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. It's just like... Well, who was complaining about that? That's actually a boss idea. No, I, I just saw it uh, brought up. Um, I was like, oh, they're um, well, read, if reading If you the don't stuff listen like, to Fozzie, Aye. but you support Jericho, you want to sort of chime in? Look, Fozzie are shite, but that, that's a, that would be a good moment. You just have all the crowds sing, and you want to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Who cares if you know the lyrics? Fuck's sake. Mm. Um, yeah, so... We get the uh, acapella entrance, which I thought mm-hmm. was pretty good. I thought it was very cool. Um, 
and then well, so what did you think of the the match? Lots of MJF working on the elbow. Yeah, at the moment that all started, I was like, oh no, because <laughs> mm. I know that Jericho is all about helping the young guys and stuff, but I thought. I, I kind of thought that Jericho should have won this. Really? He's been through so much, but he's been through so much. Well, maybe no. You know what? It was I wanted him to win. That's what it. That's how you know it was a good. Mm. Or that's how you know I was invested. I wanted Jericho to win. I'm not sitting here going, "Oh fuck out, bad book." Like, but I'm just. It's like, oh, poor Jericho. I feel so bad for him <laughs> after all the shit he went through. Oh, if, you feel bad, if you feel bad for him, it's good booking. Um, yeah, yeah, I suppose that's true. That's true. You think about it, that's that's the arm that was injured at the blood and guts. That's, yep, guts. Um, so it's been building up to that, working on the arm. MGS finisher is the is a is an arm bar. So uh, mm. Fujiwara arm bar. So like, yeah, that's that's good that that, that played into it again. Um. <clears throat> We do get a, a moment that what MJF uses. Uh, he, he loves using other people's finishers on them. Uh, so he uses the judo, mm. which is the fact there's a point where Jericho goes to use it, but then stops himself. Mm. Um, he also put a put a walls of Jericho on on Jericho. Um, yep. But yeah, eventually, um, we get the moment where. Jericho gets uh, Floyd the baseball bat. At the same time, <laughs> MJF is going for his uh, diamond ring. Um, you know, the dynamite diamond ring that he hits people with sometimes. Aubrey sees MJF and stops him. Um, which is a pretty cool moment where he's standing up there. He's all like, I'll fucking slap you. She's like, yeah, I'll fucking ring you, bastard. That's how she said it. Um, and then she was getting rid of the ring, uh, and Jericho just wheels MJF with a baseball bat. See, I think that that kind of distraction interference works. It doesn't make Aubrey look like a fucking dick because she she spotted a thing that she's supposed to, and then it was a, within yeah. that second she was dealing with the situation is when the 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 cheating happened. Um. Hmm. Yeah, so he hits him with a baseball bat, and then that's where he does the uh, goes to do the juice effect, stops, but then um, MGF gets a gets a hold of his arm, uh, puts him in the armbar, and Jericho is forced to tap. Mm. MGF wins. Hmm. And that's the end of I, your I don't know if I don't know if this is the end of this, but uh, it it was a cool way to to do it, like. Yeah, like I say, I was invested. I was like, "Oh no, poor Jericho!" <laughs> but I think he'll be taking a bit of time off. Is that what uh, Excalibur said on Rampage because well, he wasn't there? Yeah, so he wasn't on the commentary desk on Rampage. They had Jr. instead. Um, I wonder why they had Jr. there though. <laughs> but do you think maybe he wasn't there? It's like we're about to have a moment here. We don't need you screaming over the top of it. I think it was like, we're going to have a moment here. We want one of the most recognizable voices because let's be honest, everyone was tuning in for this moment. You want a voice that everyone remembers as well during this moment. I think this was very clever what they did. But that, but that's the thing though is, so uh, I don't know, we're talking about Rampage, right? happened on Friday. Um, the rumors, there's the worst kept secret in wrestling history. <laughs> the rumors were everywhere. 
the um, CM Punk is coming to AEW, um, and they straight away they go, wait, the here's our most anticipated announcement in AEW history. Um, the crowds just chanting CM Punk, CM Punk, cult of personality hits, and fuck me, you, th- mm. you know, there's a war, the Road Warrior pop. This was something uh, else. Uh. This was something beyond the fucking Road Warrior pop. Um, I mean, it's it's just it's it, it intensifies it somehow. Like so, the the music hits, the fucking roof comes off the place. It stays up there. Then Punk walks out on stage, and it somehow gets louder. And you're like, "Yep, fucking hell!" The goosebumps and like. He just, you can tell he's welling up. He falls to his knees and he's just there for it. He's just looking mm. around going, I cannot fucking believe this. Um, Grown men are crying yeah, in the crowd. A, never a, like- a guy with proper fucking tears streaming down his face. That's how much emotion is in this moment. It, it's, it can be hard to explain what why this means so much to people. It, it's like... Mm. Like if you don't watch wrestling, it's it's hard it's hard to get it. But you would like maybe compare it to like in a, some big massive sporting um, competition where your national team or your your the team you follow, you know, like to the end of the earth winning a, something or <laughs> like a, mm. it it is very hard to explain. It's like why why would that make someone cry but it's just you're overwhelmed with the emotion of seeing someone mm. your favorite wrestler who ended his career on really shitty bad terms um was done with wrestling for seven years and now he's back um and it's just yeah it's like a like you you say they they had uh jr to do the iconic call for that moment it was your man Excalibur. CM Punk has arrived in All Elite Wrestling. And then mm. Taz following up with Micah's Taz, bumps. Yes. bumps won't go down. This is why. <laughs> they're, they're my favorite pair yeah. in, in, uh, out of the, all the commentary teams. But, um, God damn it. And the first thing the man does on the mic, first time in the wrestling, seven years, what's the first thing he does? Puts Britt Baker over. Aye. That was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, he goes on to, to cut a very long promo explaining why he, why he left, why he had to leave, basically to get himself well. He compared this moment to his last match in Ring of Honor, where he came out and the people were going fucking nuts and he was crying the entire way to the ring. Um, it's... Without it even involving a wrestle match, that is one of the, the best moments I can remember in wrestling is just mm-hmm. that moment. Like, you always see... To, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, to me, what happened on Friday was as important as the creation of AEW itself. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree there. The, this this takes him to, to a whole new level, and we haven't even got Brian Danielson yet. um yeah so after he's done like um 
talking about the like why he left. Um, he he does the very thing. Is he he says he left professional wrestling in two thousand and five, which is when he left Ring of Honor. So he's basically saying WWE. I was not a pro- professional wrestler. Um, which yeah, there there's there's definitely truth to that. Um, well, they don't use that word in their company. So. No, no. Fucking Nick Khan. We need an exploding barbed wire death match. Nick Khan versus Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then he shouts Darby Allen, and there's Darby Allen hanging out with Sting in the rafters because that's what he does. Um, and he, he says, I see you, you're good. I've seen you jump out of airplanes. I've seen you get kicked down a flight of stairs and you always come back. You're tough, but I'm here to help Darby and you're first on the list. You're a daredevil and Darby, there's nothing more dangerous than you can do than wrestle CM Punk except wrestle CM Punk in Chicago. So that's set up for uh, for All Out in Chicago on the 5th of September. Um, that'll be Punk's in-ring debut. Um, that show is sold out. Tickets on the secondary market are going for like a grand. So yeah, and just a really nice touch. He bought ice cream bars for everybody. <laughs> and can confirm, he that was him. He paid for those. Not yep. AEW. He he organized that. That's class. Uh, aye. And then after that, just the rest that, of Rampage happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, right. Well, you know, Rampage happened. A couple of good matches and all. But let's be honest, that episode was literally about that moment at the start. Oh, yeah. This whole part went on for 20 minutes of an hour-long show Mm -hmm. dedicated to to just this moment. That's that's how important it is. Um, And I know there's been people who recently came out and said that Punk wasn't as good or as over as he thought he was, and he didn't move the needle, but uh, it was the most viewed video on YouTube the next day. It was trending on Twitter for nearly four days... Oh yeah, there, there was two. two yes. There was two separate videos AEW put up of it, and they were both like, yeah, the top so ten videos, the six million mark. Like I, <laughs> when, in... I, I looked like the, it was the morning after when I looked, and I was like, you're looking at all AEW's other uploads, which you know go around half a million mark, and then there's just these two that are sitting at the time at one and a half million, and they've just been going on up ever since. So like that, yeah, this is a big deal. CM Punk mm-hmm. does move the needle. He is over. As Conrad Thompson tweeted out, you know you're over when you get a pop from sitting down. That I, I paraphrased that, but that's the <laughs> most of what he yep. said. Because it's like when he did the cross like sit in the middle of the ring. So can I tell you a story? The fucking crowd lit up for just that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I, and I know some people might be thinking, oh, that's just because it's in Chicago. I guarantee everywhere this man comes out, the roof will come off. Well, they're they're seeing, like, you know, bumps in ticket sales for places that aren't Chicago, so, you know. The fucking website crashed. Their website crashed. Uh, everyone trying to buy the CM Punk t-shirt crashed the website. And Pro Wrestling Tees website. Well, that's the same website, like, but, um, Yeah. So I guess we probably should talk about the the other matches real quick. So because we we had the the first match in the tag team title eliminator tournament, uh, Jurassic Express versus Private Party, which Jurassic Express won. Um, 
Made Jungle Boy look amazing. Again, you don't have to try too hard to do that, I find. Oh, yeah, I know, but uh, what I mean, when I say that, what I mean just is Luchasaurus kind of took a back seat in this match. Most yeah, of it uh, was just pure Jungle Boy. That's what I mean when I say that, sorry. Um, then we had uh, Jade Cargill versus... So her, she pronounces this Kiera Hogan. Yeah, Kiera Hogan. It's not yeah. Kiera. It's not Kira, it's Kira. She's, she's not. No, I know I know this was a squash match, right? It was a But it is fucking class that after one week after being on dark and elevation, Kira Hogan's made it on TV already. Yeah, she's I she have a funny some. feeling she's gonna be a big deal. Yeah, she should be. She is really good. She is. Yeah, no argument with me. They did a say at the start she's a tag team specialist. Is it like Yeah, I like how they brought that up. Um, and then our main event was John Moxley uh, going up against Daniel Garcia after they they attacked uh, they attacked him. Um, yeah, this, it was this match should have had more time, but obviously they didn't have any more time. Um, mm. But it was good for a short match. I liked the finish because they're like Garcia, who you know is all submission guy. He had. <clears throat> Have Moxley in a sharpshooter, and he bent way, way back deep into it, where his head mm-hmm. was almost up by Moxley's head. And Moxley goes, "Is that right? I'll take that." Then gra- grabs his head and puts him <laughs> in the uh, the choke and and wins the match. It was just like the like the it was the experience was the difference, and they made it really clear. It's uh. like, uh, it's, Garcia is only twenty two years old, and that's that's why he lost. You can like just Mox mm-hmm. out, out crafted you. Um, yeah, so that was the, uh, fuck, no, the, probably the most impactful show AEW's ever done, uh, up mm. until now. Such He's a moment. Back. Such a moment, eh? Mm-hmm. Um, now there's actually what, one other quick thing. I, I watched, um, the NXT TakeOver last night. Um, mm-hmm. With NXT being in kind of kind of dire straits at the minute, um, like they're in ring wrestling, they, they've still got a lot of great talent there, um, and it was a really good show. Some really good matches. There, there was a rematch. I think you watched this with me before. You know the um, the big guy Walter. Oh yeah, Walter. He's class. And, and he fought a Russian boy called Dragonov. Oh fuck! With, with the red eyes. I'm oh pretty, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. so they had a, they had a rematch for the title. Not this is this is from over a year ago, like. But the they had an all yeah, match. Yeah. Holy fuck, that match was good. You want to have seen first Drag- match was brilliant. Like you want this one was better. You want to seen Dragonov's chest, you know, like Volter does the big chops. Uh, you just see the big clear imprint down his chest of an <sighs> arm, like going from his like collarbone right down across his chest look nasty hey but it was a really good match now the thing i really want to talk about though is um so adam cole and shit i forgot his name uh he called the other guy that was in his faction bear with a kyle o'reilly fucking hell Right, just brain fart there. So they they were in a faction, um, and then didn't end well. They've been having matches, 
they're one apiece on matches and wins. So this was the decider, best of the two out of three falls. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was a good match, but the match isn't the story. Is um, Adam Cole's contract is up. He signed a one month extension to do this angle and lose this match to Kyle O'Reilly. Um, and there's mm. no there's no uh, non compete clause in this apparently, and so yeah, Adam Cole is is uh, not free. at NXT anymore. Mm. And the, he could be raised on BTE, and then boom, <laughs> he did a lockjaw. <gasps> yeah. That's why I thought, like, he's leaving. And he was doing a wild lot of thigh slapping. Like, a wild lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the, nice. they don't know he did the yep. ban thigh slapping. Um, so, the, yeah, the the Bucks changed their Twitter, Twitter bio again. It's a link, a YouTube link that goes to some ghost hunter video. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. But yeah, that could be, he's gonna be resurrected. That could be them fucking with everyone as well because they do that. True. Oh, that would be cool. It would, it would actually be very cool to see him because um, I've I've only ever caught a match or two of his, but I do enjoy him. But uh, the whole elite dynamic with him as well being back would be cool. Yeah, that would be very cool. He's a fantastic wrestler as well. Like. Um, mm. Definitely. When, uh, curious when he did the lockjaw, what did the commentator call it? They just no sold it. Didn't even mention it. Oh, <coughs> they just pretended it wasn't happening. They just pretended it wasn't. What if he had a tap? What? That was the finish. I'm going to lockjaw. <laughs> Obviously, Cole wasn't winning. Like, but oh fuck me. Very good. Very good. Are they married or are they just? Are they engaged? No, I don't. Or? I don't. I don't think they're married. Uh, uh. Okay. But um, I just remember Excalibur even taking the piss out of NXT though, because obviously Britt went to see an NXT show, and at this point AEW was happening, yeah. and the commentators all, "Oh look, it's Adam Cole's girlfriend," and then I think there was a women's match happening in AEW, and again Britt was in the crowd and she'd literally done the exact same sort of look that she gave in NXT and Excalibur goes oh look it's Adam Cole's girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh that's class alright well I think we'll call that a podcast yeah yeah that's I'll it's great to see oh. you I can't wait to see what he gets up there Hi. Definitely. Exciting times in wrestling. But as always, thanks for listening. I almost said thanks for watching. I don't know what you're watching. I don't know what you could be looking at anything right now. And I might not appreciate what you're looking at. So I can't say thanks there. Yeah. But it could be. uh, (laughs) I'm not even going to get down that road. Yeah, let's not. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we'll catch you again next week. Goodbye. Bye.